folks, and welcome to The Bend Show. Yes, where you shut that tractor down, pull the big rig over, get out of the office, and share the other parts of life with us in the outdoors, where you never know what's coming around The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. As always, we love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, ideas. Get a hold of us anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop an email to bendradioshow at gmail.com. My producer, sound engineer, and co-host, as well as, you know, partner in crime and all things we do around this place, Jeff Tigger Earhart is here. I'm trying to get over to the microphone. <laughs> I kind of felt like a turtle on his back as I, I was caught. Because heaven were... forbid I just get up from my chair and scoot my chair over to the microphone. Uh-huh. No, I had to grab myself and pull uh-huh. myself off. Like a turtle on his back, I was. Well, I got to say this. Hello, October. We have made it as well as you know what. So let's have a toast. Grab your... That's, that? a, that's water. Have a little toast. Uh-huh. Here, Clink to uh, September. I yes off the calendar. Not that we don't like September, but on into a new month. You know, my favorite month. October is your favorite month. Yep, love it. You know, and it's not because we're about pumpkin spice or something here. No, we're not Mm. drinking any of that around this joint. No, sir. But you know, October brings all the cooler temperatures. The leaves have been gorgeous as they're turning. Wear a jacket in the morning. Yes. I know Absolutely. even in places like where we live, mm-hmm. where sometimes it can be very, very short-lived from fall to winter, we are experiencing that too, where the trees are slowly changing, where it's not a one day green, next day gold, next day gone. Exactly. That's that's the way I look at it. And you know what else comes about with, with October? Did you know that October is considered chilly month? Chilly like cold or chilly as an eat chilly? Chilly as an eat chilly. Beans or no beans? I'm a no beans person. You know that. You are a pick the beans out. <laughs> I will. It's terrible because my recipe there. is all has beans. multiple. Not all beans has multiple different kinds of beans. That adds the to it. I adds the I to just, it later I just too. kind of I just give me around <laughs> it and keep eating the the good hamburger that's in it, the sausage you put in it, all of the other good stuff. But yeah, so I mine's more of a stew. Really, um, in a way, I mean, it's not so much because we call it cowboy chili. It gets pretty thick and it's filling. Everybody overeats on it. Oh, actually, one bowl is more than the last People put in requests make. for it. Our nephew Blue, I think he's been on you now for the last six months. Whenever he sees you, he's like, "Hey Tigger, you uh, he you're gained me that twelve chili pounds yet? when he was here last time eating cowboy <laughs> chili. He went from playing in the backfield to now playing in the line." Oh my gosh! If everyone saw how small he was, <laughs> would say no. Save the kid. It's gonna take a lot more chili than that. All right. Well, what else happens in October? Of course, is the whole month is Oktoberfest. By the way, we talked about Oktoberfest and having a party of your own last week. To help you out, if you haven't had a chance to hear that episode, head to the website The Ben Show. By the way, and you can download a quick, easy checklist. Before we go any further, let me be the first one to say that you have hit quite a milestone because this is episode 100, babe. Okay, that's pretty cool. Thank you. And yes, we do have a pretty special episode. As we said, this is your 100th episode. Congratulations, dear. So I had somebody special call in and just give you some words of motivation. You'll know this voice. Hey, Beck, this is your brother, Adam Collin, from the top of a hill out on the ranch. Just wanted to tell you that I'm proud of you and to keep up the good work. 
We'll catch you later. Okay, that's pretty cool. And I thought special. you would like that. Have your brother call you. Yes, thank you, Adam, for doing that, and thank you, Tigger, for thinking ahead and having something special like that for me. I got your back. Western Colorado. We have some very excited grandparents and parents of this first-time bear hunter. Our spotlight today is on 12-year-old Sawyer Ostermiller, who filled his first big game tag last weekend with a beautiful black bear. No small feat in itself, but he had a cast on his left arm clear up to his armpit from breaking his wrist the prior weekend in football. Sawyer hunted with his grandparents, Wayne and Tammy Ostermiller Saturday, and then went out with his brother Sunday. The two young men saw the bear as they were getting to the top of the hill, lost sight of it a couple of times in the thick brush, but Sawyer stayed focused and watched closely and until he was able to take aim with his 260 Remington, dropped it with one shot. Great story. Your grandparents were super excited to share this story and have to say your folks are pretty proud of you too, Sawyer. How fun is that for us to be able to listen to a new hunter tell his first hunting story? Be sure to check out the pictures too on Facebook and Instagram to see this trophy. Again, congrats, Sawyer Ostermiller, on your first black bear. Now, I challenge everyone, if you hear of something spotlight worthy, to send those pictures, information, and tag us at A with the Circle, The Bend Show on social media. You just might be our next spotlight shout out or even as a guest on this show. Hey, Beck, I want to congratulate you on your 100th show. Little Bird told me that it was 100th show. So if it's wrong, I guess we'll have to have a talk with that little bird. Uh, this is Sean with Toxic Calls up here in Washington State. I don't even know what day it is. I know that uh, we're, we're coming to the end of September, heading into October, and things are kind of a blur between the call shop and the, the farm, um, trying to get things ready for hunting season, trying to get out and do a little fishing, making sure the cows are fed and the chores are done. But uh, the nights are getting cooler. The days are getting shorter. Um, I can wear a sweatshirt in the morning, so I'm a pretty happy camper. The salmon fishing has been pretty stinking good. We got some guys that are just absolutely on fire. We got some guys that are struggling, so um, it's time to get out there and spend as much time on the water as you can and dial those fish in while they're still here in the river. Before you know it, it'll be duck season, and uh, you'll be hard-pressed to find a fishing pole in my hand, and I'll be sitting in the duck boat chasing the ducks and geese. So, like I said, congratulations. It's a milestone. It's one to be proud of. And uh, I look forward to many years to come, and I appreciate you what you guys give us the ability to do with these updates. We will talk to you later. Bye. Our first news story takes us to the capital, Washington, D.C. Yes, that is. Last week in the National Park System hosted a Junior Ranger Fishing Day for kids at the Tidal Basin. One child's catch of the day probably won't soon be forgotten. The child reeled in an impressive 21-pound catfish. The event was free to attend and the park rangers provided fishing equipment and lessons. Our next story takes us to Wisconsin. Squirrel hunters, you're going to shake your head at this one. City workers from McQuinn, Wisconsin recently saved an injured squirrel with CPR. The men were working on a sewer when they found the injured squirrel. One worker placed a squirrel on the back of his work truck and started chest compressions, then flipped the squirrel over before it spit up some water and came back to life. The man named the squirrel Little Jerry brought him home to recover, and now little Jerry lives on his back deck. Yep, we're shaking our heads at that one too. 
California, where an otter went surfing. Yes, a sea otter recently went surfing off the coast of Santa Cruz, California. A surfer left his surfboard for a dip in the water. When he came back up to the surface, there the otter sat on his board. The sea otter lunged at the surfer every time he tried to remove the otter. The otter then even chased another surfer who intervened, making for this day on the beach one that soon won't be forgotten. Our last story takes us to Bozeman, Montana. The city of Bozeman took to social media this week, having to issue this alert to those visiting or new to the area. Be advised, we're aware of the black bears currently in and around Bozeman. There is no need to call Gallatin County 911 to state you see a bear. Simply stay clear. Be vigilant and keep all trash and food secured. Authorities are aware. A second alert was also shared stating... Be careful with your picnic baskets and your trash. Be smarter than the average bear. Help prevent bear encounters. Garbage is the number one attractants for bears and managing your garbage is the best way to keep bears away. For those unfamiliar with bear country or thinking of visiting Montana or any other area known for bear activity, this is a great tip, wise tip. Please take notice. Always be sure to check in and read up on the local fish, wildlife, and parks information in that region. They may have a 1-800-TIP number that you can call if you do see a bear or you are in question of if that bear is a threat. As always, know where you're traveling, plan ahead, and be safe. That's a wrap of the news for now. Stay where you are. One never knows what's coming around the bend. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, this is John Arman with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Join us every week as we travel the back roads and backwaters in search of the ultimate outdoor adventure. You can find us on KOTVchannel.com, YouTube, and our local stations. Waterfowl, turkey, deer, ToxicCalls.com offers all of the various styles of calls needed to take your hunt to the next level when you create quite simply the most real sound yet. American made to boot. Order today, ToxicCalls.com. Add a little heat to those burgers and brats. Add some Mickey's mustard or some Mickey's hot mustard to your summer cooking. Ain't nothing like it, Mickey's mustard. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S-M-U-S-T-A-R-D.com. Mickey's mustard. Passionate about hunting, conservation, learning, and encouraging others? Watch Buckstorm on YouTube. Weekly videos about what it's really like hunting the Black Hills. Regardless the trophy or left empty-handed, Buckstorm on YouTube shares the real stories. Subscribe today, Buckstorm. The calendar has been marked, your aim is on point, and all that's missing is the clothes to take you to the next level. The TellyOutdoors.com specializes in clothes that fit, wicks, and move silently while providing comfort and durability. The TellyOutdoors.com. Marlo Anderson here, and believe it or not, I am the National Day Calendar Creator. We are the calendar that brings you National Donut Day to Coffee Day and everything in between. Subscribe to National Day Calendar and never miss a reason to celebrate every day. Hey, Beck and Tinker, I wanted to wish you guys a happy congratulations to your 100th episode. This is Sean at Mickey's Mustard, and uh, all of us here in Texas sure love the bend. Here's to a hundred more. Congratulations. Hey, back. It's Heather with Little Rock Taxidermy out here chasing the big deer, the green one. I wanted to take a moment 
and wish you congratulations for 100 episodes of The Bend. And don't forget, Tigger, congratulations to you too. Thanks, guys. Joining me today is one of our longest listeners, a fan, and somebody that's gotten to be a personal friend of mine as well. Greg Clark is joining us from Pennsylvania. And Greg, first off, before we get into too much of, I know you've got an exciting hunt that you just had, you are fairly new to the hunting or archery world, correct? If I remember right, when we first started visiting, you got kind of introduced because of the pandemic. That's right. That's right. And it actually started with my son, who uh, loves the concept of archery and wants to be an engineer. And he took some old materials out of my workshop and he fashioned himself a set of bow and arrows that actually did work from about 25 yards away. And I thought, I better get this kid some lessons and a real bow. And he challenged me to go along with him. And I ended up getting hooked as well. I love it. I love it. So, you know, what I think is so cool is that, like you just said, you both were able to take up a new hobby together. And there is a different in generation wise, too. So that got to be brought into the whole scenario. So fast forward, because now it's been past the pandemic, we've been moving forward, and you're still into this. Oh, absolutely. So I shoot my bow at least three times a week, probably more than that much to the chagrin of the family. But anytime I have a chance to shoot a few arrows, whether it's in the driveway to the target or going out to a local 3D range, I am never far removed from my bow and quiver. And it really does bring me balance, to be honest with you. I, I just love archery, every aspect of it. And as an avid student, I take a lifelong learning approach to things. I'm always looking to learn and grow and improve. And learning to hunt was a natural progression of it and was fortunate enough to be able to harvest my first deer just about a week ago. That is terrific. Respect, respect. Do you mind <laughs> kind of sharing, kind of giving everybody kind of an idea too of your age, just so that people understand, because I'm always trying to promote it doesn't matter what age we are we can take up a new hobby. And like what you just did, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, so it doesn't matter what age you are and it doesn't matter actually where you're from. So I I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. And oh, I can- really? You, yeah, <laughs> I, I can assure you there was no whitetail hunting in Brooklyn. <laughs> so, and I'm in my mid fifties, so just uh, 56. And being able to learn it at this age, including saddle hunting. So I, saddle, I took up saddle hunting this wow, year. Wow, respect. And it's actually one of the easiest, most comfortable ways of hunting. And it's also a very safe way to hunt. So uh, it's been a, it's been a fantastic experience. That is terrific. And you have you have me very excited. I'm grinning ear from ear. You Maybe you can tell the way my voice is. But I just find it so awesome when somebody steps outside of their comfort zone and you took it one step further. And now you've actually, as you said, you harvested your first whitetail. Congratulations. How was that feeling? That was a great, great feeling. And one of the interesting things is you always hear that it happens so fast and it really did happen very quickly. I mean, we had a uh, unexpected cold front move through uh, Pennsylvania and I just knew I needed to get out into a tree. And so just was able to go to a state park not far from my home that has archery deer hunting, uh, found a spot that I had scouted previously. So went there and as the story goes, you know, just uh, towards the end of shooting light, three does came out. 
Uh, one was uh, perfectly broadsided about 40 yards away and clear through my shooting window. And I was able to make a great shot and she did not go very far at all and uh, was able to recover her quite quickly and a processor. And uh, so we're looking forward to enjoying some fresh venison when she comes back from the, uh, the butcher. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. That is awesome. And you know, one thing I just have to laugh to myself and giggle is, is there's a difference between us archery hunters versus say the uh, fishermen. I'm going to throw a dig at you, at you anglers. Cause I am an angler too, but you know, they tend to have some big old fish stories and, and you kept it, you kept it real as in a 40 yard shot, respect, respect, but absolutely doable versus say you could have easily embellished it and said it was like 150 or something like that. <laughs> no, but, well, so it, it's funny. There's two things. So I first learned to shoot on a trad bow. And so I'm able to shoot instinctive archery on a trad bow. And I even apply a little bit of instinctive archery to my compound shooting. So typically when I draw my bow back at a target, whatever the yardage is, I try to make sure my pin is already on that target and there's only a minor adjustment I have to make. And this came in real handy because what I find is, you know, when people have shared their stories of getting ready to shoot their deer, that some say they have the shakes or uh, the buck fever, as they call it. They're not even able to mm -hmm. draw their bow back. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have that challenge. But what I did find was that for some reason I was puffing on my my rangefinder, almost like someone smoking a cigar or something. So when I did try to range the deer, the yep. viewfinder wouldn't work because all the glass was all popped up. Yeah. I think we could all relate on that one. And then especially <laughs> when you said there was a cold front going through. So unless you had, you know, maybe put a little bit of that anti-fog on your lens, then you got I that issue. I did not. <laughs> it was hilarious. So, you know, just doing 3D trails, I was able to have a really good estimate of how far away she was and and doing advanced scouting I knew how far away things were so I was able to put a, a pin on her and it, you know was a great a great shot not not absolutely perfect uh, I will say that I'm not a I'm not a youtuber that comes and only shows you the perfect shots I'm a I'm a real archer who sometimes it's a little high and this one was you know a little bit high relative to the heart but got the lungs and she was uh, down within just a few, few yards. Well, congratulations, Greg. And thank you so much for sharing your story. I find it kind of interesting that you get to do it on, you may not have noticed or realized this is our 100th episode. No, happy centennial. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there because I know oh, you're that's... one of the fans that has reached out over the years and has said, I've listened to all of those shows and... Thought I'd throw that at you. Oh, I'm thrilled. I did not really realize it was a hundred. I mean, that's that's amazing. That's a major, major credit to you and and Tigger and just for producing what I think is the best radio show out there. And I love it. I even go back and listen to old episodes all the time. And I recommend every listener go back and do that. If you have not done that, you deserve. You know, you owe yourself a, a time to do that. Aw, oh, thank you so much, Greg. I really appreciate it. And to all of you listeners that have been sticking with us, don't go anywhere. We have more of The Bend right after this. Little Rack Taxidermy, be it a youth first hunt 
or a trophy of a lifetime, let it be something you always remember. Reach out to Little Rack Taxidermy on Facebook and have Heather bring back that natural look. That's Little Rack Taxidermy. It's all about you. This is Michelle with About You Photography. Super excited to be the official photographer of Tigger and Beck. Other than the ranch, photography and design is what I do for a living. From rodeo and western sports to the elegant to the tasteful, artistic, beautiful, and private, we can take care of whatever you're needing. If I can make Tigger look good, imagine what I can do for you. Get a hold of me for all of your photography needs from custom shoots to stock photos. Join the Celebration Nation. Never miss another national day. From National Pretzel Day to Junk Food Day, be notified about contests, coupons, and prize opportunities. NationalDayCalendar.com. Never miss a reason to celebrate every day. This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. Beck's barrel of the good stuff. Let's see what I've got today. Well, look at here. David Rush, if you remember him from a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned him. He's from Idaho. Well, get this. He was breaking world records then, and he still is now. He hasn't stopped yet. Recently, he set another world record when he caught 77 marshmallows in his mouth in one minute, and then he wasn't done yet. Yes, this man, by the way, has over 250 world records. Well, here's one more he did this last week. He rode a unicycle for 30 miles while juggling. Yes, you heard me right. Juggling and riding a unicycle. Dave trained for four years and six months in order to set the new world record. The previous record, by the way, was 12 miles. But thanks to David Rush always pushing those limits, it's now 30 miles. All I can say is it sure seems like David is on a roll of making the very most that he absolutely can out of the year 2022. Hey, Beck, John Arman with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Just calling because I heard that the band is celebrating this weekend. You're hitting your 100th show. So I just wanted to say congratulations on 100 and keep up the great work and we'll catch you down the road. Hey, guys, Travis from Buckstorm just checking in. And first and foremost, wanted to say congratulations on 100 episodes. That's a lot of hard work and it's well-deserved. You guys do a great job, and it's awesome to see you grow, and I hope you continue to do so. On another note, the elk are still bugling in South Dakota and across the western states, and it's still hot, and they're still using water, and we're leaving here today, actually, for a 12-day hunt. It's prime time, so hopefully everyone's out there having a little success. The deer are going to get a little more nocturnal probably with these hot temperatures right now but at the same time the you can't kill one from the couch so get out there congratulations again on 100 episodes and i'll try to touch base when we get back from elk camp as always folks what a show and truly 
We owe it all to you, the fans, friends, and family support of this crazy aunt. But most importantly, this show is dedicated to my producer, sound engineer, co-host, as well as hiking, hunting, and partner in crime, Jeff Tigger Earhart. What many of you may or may not know is that this show began, yes, 100 episodes ago, but thanks to him. He was the one that came up with the idea, pitched it, secured it, and then decided to tell me what he had done. There's been ups, downs, stumbles, and downright pure craziness and madness learning to share this side of life with y'all. And I'm now, you know what, forever thankful for the opportunity we've been given week after week to take you for a ride alongside us as we navigate this crazy life we get to live in in God's country. Thank you to the fans, fans like Greg Clark, who shared his first whitetail hunt with us today, to the Ostermillers for sharing their grandson Sawyer's bear hunt, and to all of you who tune in week after week and continue to share in the stories of the success and the failures. To the Bend Field staffers, all professionals in the outdoor profession. We appreciate each of you for what you're doing. And just like you hear me say week after week, as you all keep making those memories this fall and winter, especially all hunting season, fall ranch work is here and fun festivities are getting underway. Be sure to keep sending in those pictures by email and always tagging at the Ben show on social media. We love hearing and sharing your life with you, whether you're on or off the trail in the tractor seat or tackling the next chapter from a new outdoors hobby to ranching to hunting, just trying to make it through the week. We want to see and hear those memorable moments, the ups and the downs. If you missed this episode or part of it, find all of our shows on the website, thebendshow.com and be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app as you begin meeting with committees and those new planners for 2023 come out and you're looking to change things up at your next event conference or awards banquet think about having us tigger and beck entertain your crowd from MCs to the event headliner, public speakers to acting as host couple, let us make your gathering extra special from ranching, rodeo, cattle, hunting, fishing, camping, and so much more. We have what it takes to share the stories and the laughs with y'all. Thank you to our partners, Ditali Outdoors, About You Photography, Buckstorm, Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, ToxicCalls.com, Wobble Creek Outfitters, Atlas Tracks, Ultimate Outdoors Adventures TV, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. And whether you're coming or going today, stay with us as we ranch it up. Remember to keep up with me, Beck, and Tigger all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner. Catch back if you can next week on The Bend. The Bend.